Hello there. Uh, we've come to the penultimate part of the Christopher Nolan review series, which is where we now come to Interstellar, which is another example of one of the original massive budget films he gets to make him after, as I've said before, he got the keys to the kingdom from Warner Brothers after the massive success of the Dark Knight trilogy, and uh, here it is, uh, another one of those films. It's a, a risk in things, but hey, not very many people are making films like this nowadays. I don't necessarily fit the massive blockbuster formula, but what we've got here is Matthew McConaughey's character Coop is an ex-pilot, and he's he comes into a mission with NASA to go to off to find other planets which humans could inhabit because the Earth is essentially dying. Its food is scarce, and the Earth is is turning a wasteland. What this film really is is as massive a scale it is. It's mainly an emotional film. It's without a doubt the most emotional film Christopher Nolan has ever made. And and the Dark Knight Rises, as we said before in the review a few days ago, that got very emotional. But this this goes whole new level. This takes a dollar planet, you could say. Yeah, sorry about that. But um, yeah, what we've got here, Matthew McConaughey, he's just great in this film. He's got this character. He's got his usual. He does have his sort of his his usual easy going charm, but he's also got an emotional. Backbone to this is especially the connection with his daughter, young daughter Murph, who's played by I think that just names Mackenzie Foy. She is fantastic in this film, one of the best child performances I've ever seen, honestly on film, and and their connection really flows throughout the whole film in many ways. Uh, you've got this, and what the the um, what this there's, there's a few action set pieces, maybe about two or three in this film, but. As big a scale as it's the emotion that really carries it, and there's some moments where you, it's it's you you better take a hard heart not to feel the emotion of this film. It's incredible. Um, what I, what we've got as well, there are some spectacular set pieces as well, especially involving a planet involving water, as well. That's seen as just needs to be seen to be believed. I did see this film in IMAX when it first came out, and uh, there are some moments. This is one thing I've always said. Christopher Nolan makes things immersive without using 3D. He, he can, and it's incredible uh, the way it's done. And IMAX is definitely made for his films, absolutely. And, but um, yeah, and although you've got Anne Halfway again here, she's very good as usual. Uh, Michael Caine, his little good luck charm, he's great. Jessica Chastain as well is great as well. So I'll, I'll, I'll be pretty vague. This film was, it was still successful. It wasn't as successful as some of his other films, but it still made money, which is good to see that a film making can take chances and still get an audience, a big, sizable audience to come and see films that take more chances. And this certainly is one of them. Um, I'm not really the biggest fan sometimes of space films. I mean, I liked Gravity well enough, but I found it a tad overrated because everyone seemed to love it, whereas I just quite liked it. Whereas this, I, I really loved Interstellar. I just thought the emotion of it, the scale, everything just really comes in. It's a very original film. There's nothing else out there like this. There's uh, some great surprises in it as well. There's, it may be common knowledge now, so I won't say who it was, but there is a surprise appearance from somebody later on in the film. It was amazing they kept this under wraps, but it's not just stunt casting or a stunt casting cameo. It actually plays a part in the narrative of the film, which is great. So uh, all in all, uh, I would say Interstellar is definitely an, another absolute cracker from Christopher Nolan. It might not be the crowd pleaser, let's say the Dark Knight trilogy or Inception is, but it's definitely a fantastic piece of filmmaking. 
and uh, really is I mean, it's nearly three hours and it just absolutely flies and don't feel the pace pacing at all it's the odd little scene that maybe uh, you wouldn't miss if it was cut to be honest but all in all it's just a, a real grand scale uh, great film there uh, it was inspired uh, see I never liked 2001 A Space Odyssey but I just found it quite boring to be honest but that film did inspire Christopher Nolan to become a filmmaker so I'm thankful it did because uh, we, we get films like this and all the other crackers he's made so I will say Interstellar might not be everyone's favourite might not be everyone's cup of tea it's maybe an acquired taste to an extent well I'm glad I acquired this taste because I, I really love it it's a great film uh, so so if you've not seen it, maybe you might want to give it a try, see what it's like, see what you think, make up your own mind. But uh, up next will be the final part of the Christopher Nolan Review series. It'll be uh, Dunkirk, his last, his last film before Tenet hopefully releases this week. So all in all, uh, thanks very much again for listening and um, goodbye.